Yo, what's going on out there, man? I appreciate you sitting and talking with me, man. How you feeling today? Hey, I'm feeling good. It's Sunday. This is the day you just really chill. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, hey, man. You know, it's good that you can have a moment to chill because you've been on the grind, man. I've been following your page and looking at your posts, man. You've been going really hard. Um, you just dropped that. a new EP, too, so. Yeah, for the fun. It's out February 23rd. Hey, man, I'm, I mean, I'm really excited about that project for sure. Uh, it's, it's a funny story. Me and my homie, C. Young, we made that tape. We always thought about doing a tape together since we was like 12 or 13. That's when we both originally started. He the one who really got me into music. So just the fact that, you know, 10 years later, we're able to really, you know, do what we talked about as kids. That's, you know, that's real cool to me. Hey, man, I've, I've heard the project and um, I've, I've looked at some of the episodes when you mentioned that. So y'all got a good chemistry. I can tell that y'all are friends because, uh, the chemistry just seems real organic, man. Um, before we get into your story, man, how's the reception been? How how people been responding to For the Fun? Yo, hey, it's a lot of people are really liking it. Like the reception has been positive. Um, the song that we really thought was gonna pop really ended up popping. Like the Who Got You song, mm -hmm. that's the one you know everybody seems to be gravitating towards right now. Um, and it's 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 cool though because. Uh, originally it was at the time I wrote them verses to that song. Like I was really, you know, going through something for real. Like, so that, them verses really meant something to me. So just seeing the people connect to, to the song that really meant something to me the most, you know, that's, you know, that's always much appreciated. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I, I love the project. See it through though. That's my song. I'm sorry. That, that hit in a different, both of y'all verses just hit in a different way, man. I've been, probably replaying your verse a couple times this week like damn that shit is really impactful so that that's my favorite song i'm just gonna shamelessly plug that you know what i'm saying hey i put with see through too man like that's that's one of my uh favorite songs is on that on the tape as well man um but really that's one thing i told uh sean see young i told him man like that's we we really did what we talked about nobody can take that away from us we started from we made that tape six months ago you know, and I told him, yo, you know, we always know we can make music, but let's really sit down and take the time and figure out how we can market this, how we can, you know, look at the little aspects, because that's what makes the bigger picture when you pay attention to the little details. So I was like, let's really calculate these moves that we're going to make for these next couple months and start the year off really, really well. So hey, it's man, cool I to see that's happening. I can tell y'all put that thought there, man. So that, you know, that guess that kind of brings me to the beginning of the story, man, like, before we get into how you started, man, how did you come up with your name, Demont? Really, it's just my middle name, and um, I don't know. I like the apostrophe in the middle of it. Like, I feel like it's fancy. <laughs> I mean, shoot, that's real simple. That's what I'm saying. I was like, damn, he got something super complicated. But no, that's dope. It's just a play on your first and your middle name, I'm assuming. For sure, yeah. I used to go by a couple other names. Um, that boy DH, uh, double DH in high school. But I was like, yo, I want people to know me by something that's, you know, really me, my middle name. And I just, you know, and my that's also my father's, you know, name. I'm not a junior, but I have his whole name. We got, I got two last names. But um, I was like, yo, let me honor him in a way as well, too. We didn't have the best relationship, but I was like, let me still honor him in a way. Because my mom told me when he, he was around my age, he did music as well. I was like, yo, that's dope. So let me incorporate him, you know, in, into it as well. 
For sure, mm-hmm. man. That's that's dope, bro. So that you know, I guess that posed the question for me, man. You know, what was it like? Because I know you from you have from the Dallas Fort Worth area. What was it like growing up in Dallas, man? Really, bro. Um, it's funny because I was basically everywhere, like. Uh, my mom, you know, she's from Eastwood. It's like a hood out here in Fort Worth. And um, she moved me and my brother at a very young age. And it was into like, uh, it was like the West Side area. So we had to move schools and stuff like that. So I went from like an all black school into an all white school. So throughout my whole life, we moved a lot. Cause my mom, she was a single parent. So, you know, she had to move to where she could afford. You know what I mean? So like when she moved, it, I always met, a different range of people. So um, growing up, I really, you know, I had to, it, it was just me and my brother really, cause we always moved around a lot. So, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm a people's person for sure. And that's that's where the connection come with the music as well. Cause I understand everybody's point of view, just growing up seeing that. So growing up was just, you know, meeting everybody. I saw a lot of faces. <laughs> Man, Dallas is humongous, bro. I got a chance to visit there. It's been a minute, but I got the chance to visit there like over a decade ago. And it was just like, I can't even imagine what it looks like now. But, you know, I guess growing up on a scene as big as Dallas, man, you probably have seen a lot and heard a lot that influenced your music. Facts. And it's funny you say that, like, um, some of my biggest influences aren't really from Texas, though. Hmm. Like, yeah. um, Because if you really think about it, um, who does who? out of Texas, would you consider the top three artists, like r- hip-hop artists? Currently or of all yeah. time? Like, currently, right now? Um, you probably say maybe Meg Thee Stallion. Um, I'm trying to think who else out of the new Texas group. Uh, let me see. Because all my favorite Texas people are older. It's Flip and Chameleonaire and Screwed Up. Those are all my favorite Texans uh, now. But uh, from from now, I'd probably say Meg is the biggest one I can think of. Um, yep. I'm trying to think who else is in this generation that I might be missing. Travis Scott. Oh, dang, that is yeah. right. Because I just think of him because he was in Atlanta for so long. Yeah, Travis Scott. Um, yeah. You're right. I know where you're headed with this because none of their sounds mirrors your sound, which is a good thing. That makes it a definitive thing. But yeah, Travis Scott. Meg the Stallion. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, it's a lot of female MCs coming out of Texas. Those are the ones I'm thinking of. Be real with you. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like Texas is too big of a state not to have so, like, like a diversity of different artists, bro. Like, um, you got Khalid, Khalid too. Oh, he is from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Leon Bridges is from Fort, from Fort Worth, but. We don't have that much range here in Texas to be the second biggest state in the U.S. That's real. Like, the market is real small, so I really want to be somebody who pioneers and changes that scene, you know what I mean? So I've been working with a lot of my homies here in Texas as well. So every time, like, I do a project or whatever, I'm always trying to do something that collaborates my homies, too, that I know is musically inclined to let them know that, yo, you you could be a part of this movement, too. And that's really what I want to do. I want... I want to see people do what they're passionate about it. So if I can be a vessel for, for that to happen, that's what I'm, I really want to do. You know, that sounds like that ties into your lyrics, man. You like wonder why nobody ever make it out the city. I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Like the unity aspect is missing from Dallas Fort Worth scene. Facts. Exactly, bro. Exactly. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. trying to change it up. <laughs> so, dog, that, that poses the question. And I, I mean, you're from Texas, so of course you're going to grow up on Texas music, but, you know, mm-hmm. which rappers, which artists influenced you the most? For sure. All right, so my favorite hip-hop artist, it got to be J. Cole and Tupac. Um, also Andre 3000. I love Andre 3000 so much. But um, as far as my favorite overall artist, it's got to be Childish Gambino because he's more than just a hip-hop artist. He's a mark of all trades, and that's kind of how I really see myself. I, I like to do hip-hop. I also like to make, you know, videos, and I also like to do sort of like marketing as well. So I want to eventually figure out a way to do all of that throughout my whole lifetime. So I, I don't want to just be just a rapper, but I know for right now I can be there, you know? Feel that. Hey, if you listen to Donald Glover, we he he's trying to get down with season four, bro. He's trying to get down with season four, bro. This is facts. <laughs> so no, nah, nah, I feel that. So okay, so you grew up Dallas Fort Worth scene. You know, you were influenced by, of course, a lot of the greats, Pac, 3K, J. Cole. You know, when did you make the decision to start like delving into rap seriously? Wow, um, sixth grade. And it's funny because I didn't actually start writing until I was like a little older, but me just getting into music, it started in sixth grade. Um, it was just uh, my English teacher. I forgot her name, but she was this old white lady, bro. <laughs> she was cool. <laughs> and um, she was teaching us a lesson about rhetorical devices. Oh, man. And yeah, so that, that's what a lot of hip hop is. You know, that's what where hip hop originated from was those rhetorical devices. Uh, so she was telling us about the similes, the metaphors, the imagery, and and I was just automatically attracted to that when she made us read, you know, certain passages and poems, just just seeing the picture in my head from the words that was, you know, inspiring to me. I'm like, wow, I could do something like this, like, because I always had a passion for art, like before I even, you know, really got into like rapping. I started drawing first. I really started with drawing and I also was in the orchestra. I played the cello. So I always was around, you know, art period my whole life. I was always fascinated by it. So when she just threw that in front of my face, I was like, it all made sense. And at the time I heard a song by Slick Rick. I think it's a uh, children's, children's story. Children's story, that's a classic. Exactly. So I was like, whoa, <laughs> this dude's telling a whole story. It's just like class. Like, but it's, you know, I'm bopping my head to it. So after I heard him and then I, the first J. Cole song I really heard was Can't Get Enough. Hmm. That's how I fish, you know, his his first oh, I know album. The story. You know, I was exactly uh, I was in college when Cole came out. So I've been a, a pretty big Cole fan for a long time. So, you know, it's it's funny hearing like, you know, hearing your generation like, yo, man, when I heard Cole, because I was like, damn, like Cole's gonna be <laughs> people's introduction to dope rap, you know, the way Kanye was for me, you know what I'm saying? So for sure. Oh, that's dope. For sure. Man, your uh your rhetorical devices story, that sounds like uh Nas. He talked about one of his language arts teachers back in Queens was a white lady and she put him up on poetry and that kind of sparked his desire for it. That's right. right. So okay, so you started kind of getting into music around sixth grade. So what you know, what was your thoughts when you were going, you know, like leaving high school and going out? Like what were your thoughts as far as like your music career, your career, your goals? What was that like? For sure. So I'm going to be completely honest. So when I did start making the music, like, you know, I wasn't just naturally just able to, to you know, get on the beat and spit. 
I had to really practice it. It's like going to the gym, shooting shooting the basketball over and over. At the time, I, I thought I was going to be playing basketball, and that didn't really work out the way I thought it was. So, um, you know, I had a lot of, you know, disparities with the coach, and it just didn't work out. And, yeah, my season ended my freshman year by making dumb mistakes. I had, you know, had to learn how to deal with my anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, th- I think what did I do? I threw the jersey in the trash in the middle of the game. So he's yeah, like, you're never playing. You talking about in high school? Said, in high school, he said, you're never playing. You're never playing again. Yeah. And he wasn't lying. I would try every year thinking he would just let me play or try to, nah, he, he was serious. And I tried to lead the school, everything. So I eventually, you know, just started pinning it out, bro. Just writing about the music, writing about what I was going through, expressing it the best I could. And then I wasn't thinking too much about it until I got into college. Um, I had posted a video to one of, uh, it's an old Drake uh, instrument. I can't think of the name right now, but uh, it had got a good reception. It was like, yo, you should really try to do this. And I'm like, all right, for sure. And you know, when I transferred from Langston University to Sam Houston University, um, I met a, a producer and I met a bunch of people who did music and they, you know, let me in with open hands. I'm like, yo, let's really do it. So and that's ever since then, it's just the rest has been history. Uh, can you, uh, can you go me, can you walk me through a little bit of the timeline of this? So from high school to college, like what's, what's, what years are these? So I kind of just like pin this together. For sure. So I ended high school in 2013. Okay. 2013. Yeah. So I, that's when I started rapping. That's when I met C Young. We started, um, he, I saw he was rapping. He was like, bro, get on the beat with me. So I got on there. We got some old videos on YouTube. Um, you got a YouTube uh, channel? Because I couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I I don't have any official videos out right now. I, I used to. I, I have an old YouTube channel for my old, um, under my old name or whatever. But I'm going to start fresh eventually. But um, after the ninth grade, 10th grade, I really was chilling on rap. And it wasn't until, um, yeah, freshman year of college that I started back on it again. Yeah. So okay. that's that's really the timeline of it. Okay. Now that, that helps, man, because I was trying to put it together in my mind. So, okay. So when you got to, you know, when you got to Sam Houston, that's really when you start saying, yo, I'm about to start taking this thing really serious. So was so explain to me, I guess, the partnership with your homie C. Young. Was he in school with you at the same time? And, and how did he get in the picture when you started coming together with the EP? For sure. All right, so um, he actually went to Texas A&M Commerce. So that's uh, that's a little distance. Like, Sam Houston, closer to Houston, he more close to Dallas. So, you know, he kept doing his thing with, with music. He, he, you know, he's a music machine. Like, I've never seen somebody make 10 songs, like, in one day. And he barely even write, bro. He's so talented to the point where he just do that. Like, I wish you, could, you were there to see the process of the EP, like, Dog would just pull up and be like, yo, just play the beat. And he just, you know, all on the spot, just doing stuff. Like, he, I love having people like that around me because it, you know, he, it challenged me, you know what I mean? In a, in a good way. Cause he was like, we did one hook in this freestyle that I ain't never just freestyled none of my music. I'm a writer. He's like, yo, let's just get on this hole and freestyle it and go back and forth. And that's how we did it for 817 Rex. And I was like, wow, this is a, you know, a different method. And I, and I like this. So I've been trying to practice that method a lot more. Just you know, it's being more versatile, more open to things. So, um, but he got back into the picture um, 
Well, he never left the picture, to be honest. We <laughs> always was going back and forth, just sending each other music back and forth. It was like, yo, we got to do that tape. We talked about it for three, four years. We always had that in the back of our mind that we was going to do a tape, regardless if we, you know, ended doing music or not, because we ain't going to end now, no time soon. We, we doing too well. But um, I, it was like, bro, before we, it, before all said and done, we're going to do a tape. And then the time came, we were both back in Fort Worth. We both graduated. I'm like, bro, let's do it. And he's like, say less. Ever since then, yeah. It's not like you got a dope homie because he was like, nah, let's really lock in and do it. And he, he's challenging you, you know, with your pen, you know, that because you hear stories of like when Jay-Z hopped on the track with Biggie, with Brooklyn's Finest, he saw Big was like, oh, I'm not going to write it. He was like, well, should I ain't going to write it neither. And that just pushed them to their level, man. Um, Thanks. So, dog, let me ask you, man, you know, you were in college during the pandemic, man, when it first started, you know, how did that affect you as an artist? How did that affect you as a student? And, and how were you able to kind of make your way through that? Man, so I'll start as a student first. I'm not going to lie. It, it was it was wearing a toll on me, man. Um, A lot of the classes was online and I didn't really I'm, I'm more of a person where I got to be in a classroom to really learn. So when I'm around at the house, looking at a computer, I'm gonna I'm turn on the TV, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not right. gonna really be tapped in like that. So it was really hard for me to stay focused in the crib and you know really get the assignments in on time because I wouldn't really have the best understanding of it, but you know, I made a way, you know, I just really had to, cause we had a clubhouse at the apartments that I, were, I was at. So I wake up in the morning, just go to the clubhouse, lock into my work, and then after I'm done, then I'll go do the music. You know what I mean? I'll just make beats. I started learning how to make beats myself. So I had a lot of free time. We were at the house. We couldn't go nowhere. So you got it's a good time to learn something new. So that's what I started doing. Um, I was going through a lot because I was just nervous about, you know, just post-grad life. You know, that's always going to be in the back of your mind, especially when you're a senior in college. Like, you're like, whoa, next step is the real world. Where do I see myself in five years? These was questions that I was getting asked. Like, and I'm like, yo, it's a pandemic. I didn't even see this five years ago. I ain't nobody saw a pandemic nah, coming away. We gotta sit in that house. Like, you know what I mean? So I had to really just stay positive. That's really what it is. And optimistic. If I didn't have that, then I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now. Um, so I made the most emotional music, I think, in 2020. I wrote out how I really felt. And I have not released those songs because um, I just want that to be a personal project that I know is, you know, is is gonna be in good hands when it when it drops. So those are some songs I hold precious to me. But um, that's how I really got through it, writing them songs and just you know learning how to stay focused. No, I feel you on that one. And some projects, you know, you just got to sit on them till you feel right in the in all the conditions of where they need to be. So now I respect that, man. Um, so let me ask you. You're an indie artist, man, and producer and videographer. How were you building your fan base, man? Like, you know, I, I looked at your page, man. You, you've got a following and it's growing and it's going to grow more with this project. But how were you able to kind of cultivate that fan base, especially with like the limitations of now? All right, for sure. So um, when I first started that page, I'm not even going to lie. I was doing a follow for follow at first. I was just like, yo, I'm finna follow people that I think will listen to my music. Like this algorithm is not pushing my music out there. 
I got to get some type of base, you know what I mean? So that's how I started at first. And I started doing these little freestyle videos. And this is when I was under that boy DH and before I changed my page name. Well, I was just doing these videos to familiar beats. I took them down now, but um, I was just doing them as much as I could. And then people were sharing it and stuff. And I would get a bunch of follows. And then I would like go to like J. Cole pages and stuff like that, like pages that were similar to my, you know, niche sound and put it on there and see if people was really gonna feel it. And people were. So, you know, they'll follow me from coming from all them different pages, but I had to invest in myself. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of artists, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get them to understand too. See Young as well. I'll be like, bro, we got to invest in ourselves. We know we got the talent, but it takes us investing in ourselves. That's the only way we're going to really get out there and get, and get our message out. So just invested in myself and understanding marketing. Like I've been watching marketing videos and my major is mass comm and, um, film and television, but I got an internship in marketing after I graduated and I learned so much more and I'm more passionate about the marketing content creation more than just film and television. Now, I eventually want to tap back into that, but as far as just like the short content curation, I feel like that's my lane right now because I eventually want to, you know, when it's all said and done, be a you know, content manager for artists eventually too. Because if I can, if I can learn, I want somebody else to skip certain step, steps so they won't be discouraged. You know what I mean? Hey, so, man, yeah. It's a need for that too, man. Cause like you look at uh, I don't know if you remember like with creative control, what they were doing, man, with when crit and smoke Dizza and all them people was coming up, they were taking their music, they were taking their content, their videos, and just helping to broaden their reach, bro. It's you know, it's a lot of artists that are looking for that. So I I definitely think that's a lane. Um but, you know, that made me think, too, dog. So with, with a lot of what you've learned with building your base, man, like what are like maybe two or three things that you wish someone would have told you before you started that you, you know, wish you would have known then that you know now? For sure. Yo, I wish somebody would have told me that your biggest market, your biggest market is not going to be the people, you know. Boy. It's not going to be the people, you uh, know, unfortunately. I I could preach a sermon on that, man. I'm gonna let you tell it though. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like it, it was something at the beginning where I was just feeling like, man, I must not be that good. Like I got people around me that know I make music, but they not really tapping into me. Like mm-hmm. I know that I'm I'm giving it my all, but it's like sometimes, you know, the people around you, they see you for who you are. You're too tangible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really hard to support. So to support somebody that you see every day and not look at them in that in that light you know what I mean you're like oh that's just that nigga he'd be rapping and making music but you know it's whatever he homie from across the way so yeah. you know if you look at somebody like that you are already limiting their you know their 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 reach bro so I just learned that yo I know I'm good but you know maybe I just I'm just not connecting to them right now so let me you know reach out to other people Sometimes it takes other people for the people around you to notice who you really are. Oh, that was very wise, man. Um, I feel like that's that's a big enough gem. Is there is there anything else that you wish someone would have told you from jump? I'm gonna try to press you for one more. All right, for sure, man. Honestly, I wish somebody would have told me that how, how lonely it can be, bro. It gets lonely, but um. I, I wish like, you know, somebody would have told me to embrace these emotions. That's what that's my message that I would send any artist. Embrace every emotion you feel because it's a part of your journey. 
It's a part of your journey. The, the trials, the tribulations, the fails, the wins, it's all a part of it. Because imagine if you didn't fail, you wouldn't learn the things that you know now. So it's like, embrace that journey, embrace that path. That's something that I would, that I wish someone would have told me. Uh, those are, that's perfect. That's perfect. And I feel like that really sums up the artist struggle right there, man. Like understanding that people furthest away are going to see you probably better than the people who the closest. And um, just embracing all those emotions because it's, it's, you know, it's an up and down scale. Um, so I definitely think that's it. Um, so, so, bro, let me ask you this, Dan. With all the work and the effort you put into, what made you decide to name this project For the Funk? For sure. Well, <laughs> we're both from Fort Worth and we both love our city and we want our city to get more shine. A lot of people associate Fort Worth with Dallas. But we want them to know that, yo, you know, Fort Worth, we're doing our thing, too. We're really on the come up as well. So we want to just bring, you know, some light to the city and, you know, you know, start that path for upcoming artists behind us, too, that's maybe younger, you know, and make it easier for them to, you know, get to where they need to go. So yeah, that's why we called it for the funk. And it's funny, like, bro, we already started making for the funk, too, like, already. Mm -hmm. Facts, like, we're like, bro, and this, the next time around, we're going to get some more local artists that we know from Fort Worth and get them on the project. We, we, we knew we was going to be the start of it. We was like, yo, next project, let's get some more talent on there. Let's make some more songs. Let's, let's extend it. So we probably going to do probably, you know, I wouldn't say 10 songs. That's still, that's still a little too much. I'll say <laughs> seven, maybe seven, seven. We'll do probably seven songs and try to get some different artists, different sounds, just so people can get a, a, a good visual of what Fort Worth is and the people who's in it. Like, that's really the goal and why we named it that. Okay, okay. Hey, man, I know you probably had a million people pressure for it, but whenever you drop them visuals, let me know. I'm, I'm ready for them joints, dog. That's a bet. <laughs> so, okay, so, okay, so you drop For the Funk. I'm looking at, you know, on Spotify, I'm looking at, matter of fact, I'm going to pull that joint up real quick, too. I was looking at the Spotify, I'm looking at the songs that are blowing up on the biggest, on the biggest scene. And Hail Mary got 10,000 streams right now. Yeah. So dog, Hail Mary, I'm guessing it's just, a, it's a metaphor. It's a football metaphor, of course. Yeah. You mind breaking that song down for us a little bit, bro? Like, you know, getting your genius on real quick for us? For sure. First off, I want to say shout out to my boy KG. He's actually on the cover of, you know, the, um, the song. So like, oh. we, Pro, me and Cuz grew up together. Like, we used to live in the same apartment complex. And, you know, he always, we went to the same middle school and high school. So, you know, it, it was just cool seeing that full circle come around because um, he just, he went to Texas Tech and he played, he was one of the wide receivers there. And his journey is, is something that needs to be told, like, really. And it inspired me, his whole journey. Like, um, he, he started off at a, at a JUCO school and now, and then he went to the D1 school and now he's going to the NFL draft. Like, you know what I mean? That's huge. So it's like, yo, just seeing people like that come out of Fort Worth is huge. And people that I grew up with, I'm like, bro, we're all, we all stars and we're all capable of doing everything we want to accomplish. So really that song is just, it's to inspire people to stay along your path, regardless of who, who's feeling you, who's not. Yo, believe in yourself first. That's the only way you're going to really, you know, get to where you need to go. And, you know, the road might look slim. You might not see a light 
right away. But as long as you keep going going along that path, you're gonna be straight. You're gonna be straight. You're gonna see that light. You're gonna walk through it. You're gonna be like, wow, it's everything that I, I wanted it to be. So that's really the message of that song. Just keep grinding. Man, and I, you know, just listening to the track and how you put together the lyrics for it, I was like, man, you got a really good understanding of just got a really good understanding of how to make songs, man. And and you got that lyrical ability, like the dexterity to make metaphors and things like it's it's an impressive song man um i know the one that people probably been bugging you about is who got you though yeah um, hey bro so how did you how did i, I think the 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 vocalist's name on is it is it Paige Aaliyah? how yeah. did that uh how did you or why did you seek her out in particular and what's the nature of y'all's relationship for sure Paige is so amazing it's funny i'm about to go link up with her right after this we're gonna go get some coffee or something. But um, she's hey. actually from Fort Worth too. Hey, tell her, and, tell her, I know she already got a buzz, but I would love to talk with her too. <laughs> hey, say less, I got you. I, I for sure well, got you. Well, no, continue. But, um, it's funny that though, um, we didn't really know each other in high school, but we have friends that um mutual friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how small the city it really is, but that that lets you know we can really be connected more than we than we we are right now or whatever but um I linked up with her like I think yeah after I graduated from college um I met her through my homie Miles and in DJ and Braylon and they were like yo Paige she sings she she really can be a whole singer herself but she she said she just want to do background vocals but mm. I told her you you should really you know try to pursue this so she actually trying to do a song herself so you know she in a pro process of that um but she's been singing forever so i'm blessed that you know she's in my life now and you know we're we got so much more music that we're we're sitting on it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy but yeah that's how we met really that's how she came in man so have people i know people have been you know streaming hail mary but what's people telling you about who got you? What is the response been for that? I see it on your IG blowing up, so I'm asking. People really love that song a lot. Like, really, it's just, I'm not going to lie. That's Those those lyrics is some of the, my most revealing, like, lyrics. Because, like, I was really, when I wrote that, I was, yeah, like I was saying, I was, I was really going through a lot. I had had a falling out with a couple homies and friends. That I'm still trying to rekindle those relationships right now, but it's just like a lot of people feel that way. You know what I mean? Feel like they only had themselves. So at that time, that's how I was feeling, and you know that may be something that somebody else could feel. That's just one of those songs that that's comforting. I think that's why people is gravitating to it. Definitely, and and dog, I hate to be going off script all the time, dog, but you know. You know, you're at an age where you'll, you know, you'll see it. I'm a little bit older than you. You'll start seeing it as you get there, like, it becomes more imperative for you as, you know, as men, for us to really stick tight with our homies and communicate on both sides. Because, man, things get lost in translation easy, man. You be doing what you're doing. Somebody be like, yo, he don't even holler at me. And then it become a thing. But you knew, you know, when you get a chance to talk to somebody, it usually be just a misunderstanding. It was like, fam. You, you forgot this date or you didn't holler at me on this time and I felt this way, but I could have just probably shot you a text and, and cleared it up. But, you know, that's just how it be sometimes. For sure. 
So yeah, man. But anyway, man, let me let me get nah, back. That on makes sense. Day. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. It, it it always be that stuff, dog. I you know one of my homies from college, man. We've been friends for like a, like a decade plus, man, and we just stopped talking. And you know we're in a better place now, but it's it was just as simple as you know. I probably could have shot this man a text, or he could have shot me a text, and whole thing would have been squashed. You know what I'm saying? But we just ain't handle it the right way. You know what I mean? Facts. So that. But um, doc. So that that makes me wonder. Then you gave us a little teaser with the EP. What kind of projects can we expect? What 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 music? What projects? What visuals? What can we expect from you this year? Like outside is opening back up. It's spring. You know what I'm saying. Summer's gonna be here. What you got for us? So the next project is gonna come out in May. It's okay. gonna be called Flip the Channel. So. You know, I'm a huge advocate of like movies and TV shows. I love that. I was a film major. That's why I did it. So um, I want every song to be based off a um, movie or show. Right now I got four songs, but I think I'm changing one because I came to the realization today that uh, the song, one of the songs that I wanted is probably not going to work. It's just, um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sing it right. I'm not, I'm not the best singer. I'm a rapper. You know what I mean? But I, lo- I love trying to like grow as an artist. So it's a song that I ain't never done before. So I was so determined to try to do it. So it t- today's session, that's why, that's why, I, that's why I just came from. It wasn't the best session. I was a little down about it, but I'm like, yo, I'm, I know I can come up with something just as good as this song. And maybe I can keep the song in the back pocket and maybe one day get back to it. So I eventually want to do some more vocal lessons and stuff too, so I can grow and maybe come back to that in a year or two. But um, yeah, flip the channel. It's the one of the songs is gonna be Little Rascals, Django, in a different world. That's the three that I know for sure is gonna be on it. Um, mm. and the other one is up in the air right now. I'm about to go to um, California here in a couple of days to shoot some content for the project. So you know how I do the reels and stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and just stack up on that so I can have that ready to go and market in May. So that's 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 something to look forward to really. Dog, that's gonna be excellent, bro. I can I can already tell. Um, I know, like I said, I know you're working on visuals, man. What's what's something that you really hope as far as like, do you have plans on like touring or trying to connect with people in person? What do you got planned in that regard? For sure. So honestly, I would love to work with some of the local artists out here. Like, um, I would love to connect with Leon Bridges. You know, I met him a couple times. He's a real stand up dude. Like. Uh, I ran into him at a, a club on 7th Street in Fort Worth, and um, he let me and my homie sit at his section, and he was just putting us on game. I was like, yo, this dude is amazing. Like, he didn't have to do this, but, you know, that just shows the humbleness that he has. So it's always good to, you know, connect with people like that. Um, the studio that I was interning at, Kurt Franklin had came there. Mm. So I, I didn't get to talk to him, but my manager, shout out to my manager, Doug, too. Like he told Kurt Franklin about me and Kurt Franklin ended up sending me a, a video like saying that he gonna come back to the studio and, you know, and try to connect. So I ain't heard nothing back so far. So I'm probably need to try to reach out to somebody on his team. But like, I'm trying to connect back with him too. Cause these are people that's real notable in Fort Worth and, you know, really trying to bring something positive to the city. So it's like, I feel like that's a way that I'm trying to get on as well. Bring, bring giving back to the city. So I'm a, that's what I've been trying to work on, connect with them and work with some more local artists as well. Shout out to my homie Kari, um, GC, yeah, uh, Sue. 
I want to work with a, another local artist named TZ. Shout out Tajay. Uh, so these are names you don't know now, but you gonna know, you know, soon. So um, yeah, man, I just wanted to just get this local stuff going. Hey, I feel you. You know, I ain't gonna even forgive me for the analogy, but you're a cold fan, so you're trying to put not the Ville, but Fort Worth on the map. You know what I'm saying? So thanks. So nah, thanks. I respect that, man. Um, yo, so I had this question: if you know, because there's gonna be people that's listening to this episode or whatever. If they're listening and hearing you for the first time, how would you describe your music to them and what songs should they check out? For sure. My music is just, man, it's, it's simple. It's real life. You know, every, everyday struggles, the happiness, the sadness of it, everything. It's just, you know, just life. What you think, what, how you're living your life is what my, what my music is going to remind you of. Some songs that I would want them to listen to is, Hail Mary for sure. And um, I'm gonna go with you too, see it through. You know what I mean? I want them to listen to Who Got You as well, but see it through as well, because I want people to see through everything that they want to accomplish in life. You can see it through, but it starts with you, you know? Bro, I wish I could rap the, the, the see it through right now. I'm gonna mess it up, but I just, <laughs> the love only real. Oh my God. Like I was sitting here like they're gonna want a fraction. The love only real when they see that you mastered. I was like, God, Lee, man, <laughs> you was on that thing gliding. I would definitely point everybody to that song first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not not dissing your other cat. Your rest of your catalog is good. And your, I appreciate your homie that. got down on that second verse too. I was like, dang, well, he slid on it. Like, so y'all did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I guess at this point, man, I feel like I've, you know, I feel like I kind of asked you a, a different range of questions, man. Um, I guess are there anybody or are there any people you kind of have already done, but are there any people that you want to shout out or send love to? For sure. Yeah, man. I don't want to miss anybody, bro. But uh, shout out to the homie C. Young, obviously. My homie John, Brad, the producer, my homie DJ, Miles, Ivan. Uh, shout out Bree, Angie, man, everybody, Sue, uh, bro, it's, it's a lot of people, but if I miss y'all, y'all know it's love, bro. I'm trying to get everybody, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we just trying to put the city on the map, really. We trying to do what we do. So maybe <laughs> we can expect a project from you. What happened? You said, so maybe we can expect a project from you. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's called, what's it called again? It's called... Uh, flip the channel flip the yeah. channel okay flip the channel coming out in may all right cool cool, mm -hmm. cool. and then we got some other stuff just you know it's just gonna drop as it needs to drop um how can people find you man Where, what channels and what pages can they find you on for sure well my instagram is yo at the month da underscore m-o-n-t underscore and uh i'm on twitter too same username tiktok same username and now um I'm working on a YouTube channel when I get my official videos done. But um, yeah, I'm really on on really everything. Just type in the month. You're going to find me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Bro, I, I just appreciate you taking time out, man. I, I know you was leaving the stew, rushing over here to get this done, man. And I was I was on the road myself, but I was looking forward to this interview all week, man. Because like I said, I, I just, man, when I found out about your page and I heard the music, I was like, I just see it, bro. I see it coming. And I just want to be able to be like, dog, I got to sit and talk with this dude. You know what I'm saying? 
For sure, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate sitting and talking with you too, man. You, you're a real cool dude, for real. Love what you got going on. Anything you need me to do to support, let me know. Like, you know, and I'll right. hit up Paige. If you want me to hit up C Young too, I got you, bro. Like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm I know that be down. Bro, I'm open, you know, to whoever, you know what I'm saying, you feel like I need to meet, man, because, you know, it's just good seeing another generation of rap and they just committed to telling real stories, man. I ain't dissing nobody's interpretation of rap, but for sure, it's yeah. cool to see the type of rap that I like and I grew up on and I became a fan of. It's still continuing, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. So, man, nah, I just appreciate you, dog. It's, it's all love from my side and I can't wait to hear, you know, I can't wait to hear new music from you, bro. I appreciate that.